4: Oh, nonstop Vikings talk! It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company,
0: and welcome in to the most fan-friendly, interactive, and I will add a third word: therapeutic show in all of Minnesota sports. This is Vikings Ventline, part of Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. Declan Goff, our executive producer, who is spinning a million plates tonight. And so let's set some some parameters here off the bat. We are live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel as the Vikings... The clock is still ticking here, technically, under two minutes. But uh, the Vikings are getting smoked in Philadelphia 24 to 7. Not a final yet, but it will be in just a couple minutes. If you'd like to get on Vikings Ventline tonight... By the way, if this is your first time watching or listening to Vikings Ventline... We turn the show over to you guys here shortly and make it all about you, the likely frustrated Viking fan tonight. Email vikingsventline at gmail.com, vikingsventline at gmail.com, and we can get you potentially, if we, uh, if we have enough time for everyone, into the queue here. Uh, keep it clean, please, no swearing, do not get us fired, but we know that you're going to be frustrated tonight. The show is presented by our friends at TCL one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Judd, uh, what beverage works well with coping with a Viking's disappointing loss? uh, What's a good coping mechanism tonight? Sorry, now you're muted because we told you to mute because you were watching stuff on your phone. You know what? There we go. Any one of the uh, delicious
5: products from our friends as Declan cracks one at Surly Brewing is is the answer. Now, Declan is drinking a Before I Die, and you know what? That's appropriate because we all want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we, we die. But tonight, you know, Logic Bomb's fine. Uh, Surly Furious is fine. Whatever you want to drink from Surly, whatever gets you through this very disappointing night, Surly Brewing's always there for you.
0: Yes. So let's go around the room here. We're gonna we're gonna give our just quick thoughts quick main takeaways from this game and then we will we'll turn it over to you guys for a therapy session here but what is your headline takeaway from this debacle tonight
5: uh, complete disappointment for me um I did not expect the Vikings to win this game I did think it was going to be close I was eager to see coming off a very oppressive week one performance how the vikings came back now in a very tough environment in a night game played and they played atrociously um this was an overall effort from the coaching staff on down of what largely to me was incompetence um it eventually did swallow up kirk too but this goes beyond kirk this goes to every the vikings were not prepared a- and i thought that Aikman did a very good job of talking about the adjustments that the Vikings, on both sides of the football, did not make. I will say this. If you cannot run the football on the road, you're screwed. And and they could not. So offensively, when you're starting from a point of not being able to run the ball, with Dalvin Cook, it's a big problem. Defensively, um, it was as if the Eagles looked at everything that the Vikings did to the Packers, and they're like, oh, we can solve that. And they did. Uh, I am incredibly disappointed from Kevin O'Connell on down to what we were forced to watch tonight because it did not strike me as a very professional approach to football.
0: I have have just a small handful of main takeaways. I'll just give you them in bullet point form. My number one main takeaway is the Eagles are really good. It's going to be tough to beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. They've constructed a really good roster around a good, young, rookie-scale contract quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And he lit the Vikings up in the first half, so the Eagles are really good. My second main takeaway is, boy, the Vikings' defense looks old and slow in some spots. But they did shut the Eagles out in the second half, which brings me to my, I think my biggest takeaway, now that we've digested the second half, is that this loss ultimately fell on the Vikings' offense. And I know people are going to say this that that what what, what the, the Eagles had 370 yards of offense in the first half this not. If I had told you guys, all right, I'm not going to tell you how it happens. It might look a little weird, but uh the Eagles are going to score 24 points on Monday night football at home. Or you can take what's behind door number 2. So would you would you spot the Eagles 24 or would you take what's behind door number 2? Do you think you have a chance against by the way, an Eagles defense they give up 30-plus points to the Lions last week, would you would you take your chances trying to score 25 or more points? I would have said absolutely. And so, yes, the Eagles ambushed the Vikings in the first half, but the game was still in question, and the Vikings had chance after chance after chance to come back. Irv Smith drops a 70-yard touchdown reception. Justin Jefferson runs the wrong route as Troy Aikman pointed out. And then after that, it was mostly just Kirk Cousins being panicked and terrible throughout the rest of the game. And so, to me, like, after digesting the whole thing, the Vikings offense had so many chances on the road to come back and kick the door open, and they failed miserably. The the entire team, though,
5: from watching that game, was not prepared from the start of the game. This is on the head coach. This is on, this is not acceptable. Like, like this is not an acceptable, yes, the 24 points, you are correct. But this is why we watch the games. And this team, when the game started, was not prepared. And that's a huge problem. Like, this is, this is a, it's one thing to lose in Philadelphia. But every facet of this team fell apart. And, and the Touchdown pass, which I think was 53 yards, that hurts through, where Bynum got beat, the entire point, and and I didn't hear Aitman talk about this part, but the entire point of playing the basically too deep um, coverage that the Vikings do is is to not allow that to happen. Like, that touchdown is not... It's not negotiable. It's not a, well, I mean, it broke down. He got sucked up by a tight end. His whole purpose is to stay back there. So I, my problem is this. In every facet, this team basically fell apart. And it's one thing to have a bad game. The Green Bay game was, you know, impressive. It's another to not be prepared. And this team did not look prepared.
0: And Declan, real quick, your your biggest takeaway from this game, and then we have a full room of Vikings fans that would like to enter a therapy session here.
6: Uh, just embarrassing. It 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 was week two. It is not the same thing as losing the NFC Championship game, not even remotely close. But God, did it feel like the same ass kicking you took four years ago? <laughs> it it felt exactly the same way. Um, and yes, the defense got gashed early. An impressive opening drive by Jalen Hurts. Maybe the Eagles were undersold a little bit. They're a pretty damn good team. Kirk had every opportunity to come back and try to put the Vikings back ahead. And three interceptions. I know J.J. burned him on the first one. Aikman's calling it out saying, you have wide open players. And then bang, bang, bang. Interception, interception, interception. He just was awful tonight. It was was an ugly game from defense to offense. Just an atrocious game in Philadelphia for the Vikings.
7: And with that...
0: Who's first out of the gate here on Vikings VentLine?
6: All right, let's uh, let's go to Kyle to kick us off here on Vikings VentLine. Kyle, what's going on, man?
0: What's up, Kyle? Like guys. How's it going? What'd you oh. see tonight, man?
8: That was atrocious. Just like from every level. I mean, I'm, I don't even remember. It probably was the NFC Championship game where everybody everybody just looked at that. God awful. Um, you know, first half. Probably the worst defensive performance I've seen from the Vikings. They they locked it down a little bit in the second half, but like it's kind of was out of reach at that point because Kirk never really showed that he was gonna get them back in that game. Um but uh yeah, it was just it's bad. That's probably the worst I've seen Kirk play since he's been in a Vikings uniform, to be honest.
6: It's up there. It's
8: the Falcons yeah, the, game the Falcons the Fal- game. The
5: Falcons game here was an atrocious spectacle of bad football from Kirk.
8: It's in the mix, yeah.
0: man. It's in the mix. And that's the thing. This it's like game, how many, hold on a second. How many times yeah. in the last couple of days, like the last, the first two weeks, have you seen teams fall way behind? The Dolphins yesterday. Yeah. And it it's, yesterday. listen, it's the NFL things, crazy things happen in the second half. Keep your cool and keep going forward offensively. And it was like panic city for the Vikings once they fell behind.
8: Bet you we win that game if Flacco's in there.
0: You have a <laughs> wow. you'd, you'd have a better chance.
5: You'd have b you'd have a shot. You know what? This is the worst game. I think I've seen them play as a team since the Christmas Day game against the Saints in 20. Oh, yeah I, that, down. yeah. I think this is this was that incompetent. That's my problem with it. This was incompetence.
0: Yeah. It was uh it was the polar opposite of of everything that we
8: saw in week one. Uh Kyle, your final thoughts and then we'll we'll say goodbye. I, yeah, I didn't I just didn't see any movement on offense. JJ didn't really move around that much. They moved him to the halfback once, but then they threw a little screen pass that had nothing to do with them. I didn't really see any movement like we did in week one. I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know, it was it was bizarre all around. Kyle, thanks for leading us off here on Vikings Ventline. Appreciate you jumping on. All right, Dex, who is next?
6: All right, let's uh, keep it rolling on Vikings Ventline. We'll go to Noah. Noah, what's up, man?
9: Hey, what's up? Can you guys hear me? Got yeah, you. we got you, Noah. All right, awesome. So I got a few notes from the game. Uh, Kirk is now either eight and eighteen or eight and nineteen in primetime games. That's just awful. Yeah. And uh, so the one play that really stood out for me was probably that underneath route by Justin Jefferson. He was wide open in a little flat, and he just threw it straight over his head, straight essentially to the to the defender. Kirk, I don't know what that was. And uh, yeah, don't take the Lions lightly next week. That's all I got to say. Uh, thank you guys for inspiring me to go into sports journalism. I got accepted into ASU the other day. Nice. Yeah, guys, dude. Yeah. Awesome, man.
10: That. Awesome. That's you. awesome, it's man.
9: Good.
0: What? Uh, first of all, round of applause for yeah. Noah jumping into a world of providing potential therapy for fans or uh, covering heartbreaks, whatever it is. What? Uh, what do you want to do in sports journalism?
9: I want to become a writer. Uh, that's basically like my goal right now. But I'm open to like trying broadcasting and stuff like that. But yeah, that's what I mainly want to do right now.
0: Cool. Right, now. Well, Tell thanks you. for coming on, Noah. Appreciate Thank it. All right, good stuff from uh, from future. Hey, issue I would say uh, Cronkhead. Vikings Cronkhead beat writer potentially. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome.
6: It's not Saint Cloud State. It's okay. Good
0: school. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vikings. The Vi- the game is over officially. In case anyone uh, cares, it's twenty four to seven. Is the official final score. Nobody scored any points in the second half of this game. Both teams were just staring at each other, like oh, oh. The Eagles are like, oh, I guess we can't close it out. You know, and and Kirk Cousins, like, dude, just take a freaking deep breath. Stop clenching your teeth. It's okay. You're going to throw some interceptions. Some guys are going to drop passes. Just keep going. And he is, you want to talk about playing with a quiet mind, which Kevin O'Connell mentioned a number of times back early when he got the job. That's his number one thing. Get Kirk to play with a quiet mind in moments of crisis, on the road, trailing. This was the ultimate test tonight. Has Kirk's mind ever had more chatter? than it did tonight. Have you ever seen a more opposite play with a quiet mind performance than you saw from Kirk cousins in the last, I don't know, 75 minutes of that football game in real time.
5: No, calm down, dude. The problem too, though, is, is is this, and we've talked about this since the day O'Connell got the job, which is Kirk is going to have to throw passes that are going to be picked. How does he respond? Because that's the whole Stafford thing. Stafford for better or for worse, basically just goes back to business. Um, Kirk is paralyzed by picks, and that's what we saw tonight. Yeah. He threw one. The first one, which, as Aikman said, was not his fault, basically derailed everything after that. And then he started to throw dumb passes. And but But the entire team, what concerns me is the entire team took on the Kirk persona. <laughs> the entire team looked like they were peeing their pants.
3: Yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's part of, you know...
5: Dude, it's a road, it's Philadelphia. Your your coach
0: and your quarterback set the tone for that stuff, largely.
5: Right, but I don't like the fact... I mean, I've become used to Kirk, but I don't like the fact that a young coach who appeared to be very, up until now, very calm, cool, and collected, basically had both sides of the football with guys who were hyperventilating.
0: This is one of those classic games where the loss isn't necessarily Kirk's fault, so let's put that in one bin. But he's not special enough, no. dynamic enough, calm enough to kick the door open when there's still a chance to win. Mm-hmm. It's the summary of his career. Tonight was a microcosm of his career. Uh, let's keep going here. Vikings Vent Line, part of Purple Daily, a YouTube channel.
6: Oh. Let's go to uh, uh, Stiff Richards and uh, holding the little little baby <laughs> there as he uh, uh, tries Richard, to cope dude. with
0: the
11: loss. Stiff Richards, a- this is her first Viking game, so she's, she's wiped out watching us just get smoked again on prime time.
0: <laughs> I mean, so, I, feel, I feel like this is uh, parenting malpractice here to be uh, subjecting your child to a no. Vikings butt-kicking in Philadelphia
11: tonight. Dude, yeah. So I got I to kind of go off of what Judd was saying. This is, this whole game was coaching. Coaching. Like, how obvious, how obvious were we just lobbing the football Throwing the football to Justin Jefferson, I get it. Feed your best player, but bro, really? Hicks with the pick, we got him on the what? Fifteen yard line is lob to Jefferson, lob to Jefferson, dude. I was dying, I couldn't handle it. It was horrible play calling, front and back. We got horrible defense. Our defense, bro. Seriously, (laughs) come on. And it's gotta be on Monday night. You know how embarrassed I feel, boys? I gotta go to work. I got my neighbor right now, we got a Packer fan across the street. Every time it's a night game, they he's gonna he flicks his lights on and off because he knows that I'm watching and I'm gonna go throw something through his front window. I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm irritated. Oh maybe you should have Kirk too. Cousins. I'm going to put her down and I'm going over there. I'm gonna knock right on his window.
0: Go ahead. Maybe you can have Kirk Cousins throw uh something at his window so that it doesn't oh, okay. make it it doesn't he, yo, make it Kirk, there, man. yeah.
11: Kirk Cousins, yeah, exactly. He'd miss. It would hit the garage door. But yo, in all seriousness, guys, you know everybody was so pumped up after after week one. I get it, the Packers, la 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 la. But I saw this coming, dude. It's a, it's how many teams have been successful with a first head coach and a whole coaching staff? Did you see Donatel's play calling? Yeah. Can you can can we? Do you know what press coverage is, boys? Like it was sick. It was sick. I can't handle it. I can't. I just can't do it. We had a rough night over here. I took PTO off work. Look what we're doing.
0: I think we I'm need to get have, Stiff I'm Richards a, a, I'm a stiff Surly. cocktail. A stiff cocktail yeah. or a, or a stiff pour of Surly. All right.
11: And, all Thank right. I'll let baby. you guys go. But last thing, last thing, uh, Declan, I called you a pipsqueak like two months ago and you read the comment online. And I felt so bad because you're you're my favorite guy on the old vent line, so well, hey, I man, just wanted I pre- to apologize. <laughs> I appreciate that. And my you wife got your own pipsqueak squeak there. It's yeah, all good. and my I, wife, I get- my wife thinks you have beautiful eyes too. Well, thank you, thank you very right. much.
6: I appreciate just, that.
11: Man. Just so, just so you know, and uh, thank you. I appreciate what you guys do, and uh, yeah, keep keep on keeping on, fellas. We'll we'll do this. We'll get through this together.
0: <laughs> all right, Steph Richards, we got, we got your back, man. We got your back. Edible. Appreciate yeah, that. I feel cool. like the more frustrated he got, the harder he was patting his child yeah, on the I back. Don't be, trying I to don't want to be part perform. of
5: that. <laughs> I want no part of that. I
6: want that kid to be okay.
0: Oh, man. All right. who Who's next on this Vikings therapy session we call Vikings Vent Line?
6: Let's get, uh, let's get my main guy here, Austin, in on a Vikings Vent Line. Austin, what's up, pal? You're, he's one of the biggest Kirk Cousins supporters I know. So, so Austin,
0: All right, what, Austin, what was that, man? This that, yours. This is your platform right here.
9: All right. Perfect guys. Well, first of all, can you hear me? Cause I'm doing this off an iPhone in the car outside the bars. Yeah, so, yeah we, got we got you.
10: you. Yeah. Okay.
9: Sounds good. Yeah, guys. It's a, first, first of all, feels great to be on. Thanks for having me Dex. So I kind of hit him at the last second to get on here, but I figured it's a big uh, therapy session. So why not? Um, as you, if, if you guys have seen the, uh, um, the Talladega nights, Ricky Bobby movie where he just, he has the crash and he's out there running out on the field. He's in his underwear and he just, he gets carted off. Well, you hear the announcers say there are good days in racing and there are bad days in racing. Well, Ricky Bobby just had himself a bad day. And that goes the same thing with Kirk Cousins tonight. He just had an <laughs> absolutely bad night. And I think, honestly, kind of Judd just mentioned it just a couple takes ago. Kind of, I mean, I had it down here. He kind of sniped one of my takes. It looks like the whole team caught the Kirk Cousins bug. And it also just looks like, you know, the, the whole take with getting uh, um, Kevin O'Connell and having that sort of Rams new offense in here was. As you've even said in the past, Pill, if if we're gonna if we're gonna throw it deep and have some interceptions, that's fine. It's how you're gonna bounce back. And Matthew Stafford has seemed to bounce back good last year, but in tonight with his first game under that new system, we've kind of seen him not bounce back good. So that was one of the major things that I was so concerned about. And of course, I mean, we can't talk about like the previous ones. The defense just looked bad tonight, guys. Yeah, I think just
0: on the Kirk thing, real quick. I think what's disappointing, and and by the way. I think he's going to smoke the Lions next week. He's going to throw for like 303 touchdowns or something. It's going to be a classic noon Lions-Kirk bounce-back game. And I don't think this puts a nail in the the optimism of the season. In fact, Judd and I both had them losing this game and still winning 10 or 11 games. So, like, this was a game that was going to be tough, probably one of the three or four toughest games on your schedule either way. But I think what's disappointing about Cousins is all off season. It was about how different things are going to be and that he's going to have a partner in crime when things get tough. And the scheme and Kevin O'Connell are going to make it easier for him when things get tough. And tonight, and again, it's not all his fault that they lost. There's a lot of things that went wrong tonight, but it looked like the same thing that we've been complaining about for the last four or five years with just a different set
9: of, things around him you know mm-hmm. and i would also say and this has kind of been a little bit of a take earlier this season in the off season, when we were talking about possible guys that we could sacrifice for contracts if it wasn't going to be kirk and we've had the eric kendricks pop up and even uh, uh harrison smith popped up well i hate to say it but they seemed a very very much of a step slow tonight both kendricks and i know smith looked like he uh left the field late but both of those dudes just kind of it has dropped down a little bit off the defensive end. They just don't have that competitive edge to them no more. I don't know. Maybe it's a new defensive system or whatnot, but they definitely look a step slow. I hope that we're really not dealing with it, but at, as of right now, it seems like we may be dealing with uh, a little bit of a downfall from one of our two best defensive captains that we have going on. So, I mean, I guess that's all I really had to say, guys. I mean, there's there's really nothing much else. I mean, the Vikings' defenses it, it, it looked pretty bad tonight. Hopefully. You know, we, we can bounce back, as Judd has said, all off season. You know, we love Kirk, uh, uh, Kevin O'Connell, and how much of a good guy he is. But we have yet to see him lose yet. So we'll see how he bounces back. So I'm going to get off and let you guys get on here. And I guess I have one more thing. I'm just not going to, for anyone else, I'm not going to let my significant other watch show anymore. I can't have someone, I can't have Declan just keep getting all these, all these compliments from everybody else's <laughs> girlfriend. Keep your ladies out of the room when you're watching Purple Daily, guys. Man. Declan,
12: man,
6: the appreciate heartbreaker appreciate of this a heartbreak here. kid over here. You know, I'm taking. Boy, I took, boy band guy. I was about to say, I took that's the girlfriend out to dinner tonight. Like, if, if you want to start He's flipping those band. bills, by all means, everyone, please let me know and try to help me out a little bit. But no, that's not the case. That is. That, you, I appreciate the compliments, though. You know, Dalvin Cook also looks slow to me. Dalvin Cook isn't,
5: and that, that's a position that could be the most of, of everyone who looks slow. That one concerns me the most because when that goes off the cliff, that goes off the cliff.
0: Well, he's had so many nicks and dings and, yeah, and, he's not and there's young just anymore. been lot a, yeah, a lot of things in his what four or five year career to this point. Yeah. Um by the way, if you if you're hanging out with us and, and it's insane how many people are looking for therapy right now here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We have thousands of people and uh, we will be sending you your bill. Just look for it in the mail in the next two or three weeks at some point. Uh, I believe insurance helps cover your Vikings therapy sessions. So, you know, you just kind of figure out what your copay is and we can work all that stuff out on the side. But you can click the subscribe button and the like button on this Vikings Ventline episode on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We help spread the word about this Vikings community that you are all helping us build daily Vikings entertainment on Purple Daily and therapy in this case. Should we keep it moving here, Dex? Let's do it. Yep. All right.
6: Let's uh let's roll with DeMarco here on Vikings Vent line. DeMarco, what's up, pal?
13: It's good seeing you guys again. You too. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I don't know if, it, if Irv Smith needs to go get his thumbs checked again. That guy needs to catch the football. I know he got he late at, late at the game, he did get hit at the end. He caught a good ball, but there was one he could have caught the ball and went straight to the end zone damn near. Oh, excuse me, cousin. But it's just like I just don't understand how this is just going on. And then yeah, just another thing with Kirk Cousins. Like, dude, you just gotta keep like, why can't you just bite the bullet and keep it going? Why like what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like you got Kevin O'Connell in your ear. He's the offensive coordinator. He does what he needs to do. But he just he's just not he's not the answer. He's just not the answer. It was just an overall a whole team just not together, just not with it. Another thing I wanna throw out there. Can't buy him. That was a horrible, horrible let up on the ball. That was a really bad deep ball he gave up on. Yep. That's all I got for you guys. There's more things I could say and keep going on with. I, that was just the main things I need to throw out there. That's just horrible, sickening, sickening. Bad.
0: <laughs> great stuff that from DeMarco. The <laughs> you know, in a nutshell. Dude, that Irv Smith drop. Come on, guys.
13: It's oh,
0: a what great
5: pass, now? too. That was a beautiful pass. Dude. Like, right in the bucket. And just... Went through his hands, oh, or hell, he sort of caught it. I thought at first, and yeah. yeah.
0: that was real bad, real bad. Mm. Check that, check that thumb. Um, all right, let's keep moving here. On, let's keep on. going. Vikings. Hey, uh,
6: special guest here on Vikings Vet
0: Line. Here, let's go
6: to our guy Eric Eager. Eric,
3: what's going Formally, on, man? Eric, are Eager you still from- with
0: Pro Football Focus? Technically, before you move on to your uh, mm-hmm. your next big boy venture in football analytics.
3: Technically, yeah. Technically, I am. Um, although I switched my Twitter handle. Uh, so, so the the Kirk stands that wanted to take out their anger on me had to work a little harder to find my handle on Twitter today. You know, I heard but, they're, all uh, any, they're all blocked. Jazz, anyway, way, so. for giving Kirk his due on the one good pass he threw all night. Good for you. Way to split the difference here between uh, <laughs> between reality and the and the Kirk stands. That was that was something, wasn't it? Which one? Ever, the whole thing, right? I mean, all the way what, down to. By part? the way, did you guys? Did you guys notice – and I'm going to say something positive about the Purple tonight. Kevin O'Connell is a good coach. On those third down and longs, they don't run checkdowns. They are saving Kirk from himself by running everybody past the sticks so that – and look, like does it lead to some fadeaway jumpers by Kirk on third and long <laughs> that almost get intercepted? It does. But yeah. I'd much rather – the, the, the people, the Vikings fans, would much rather see Kirk – throw an incompletion on third down in the long than to check it down to Alexander Madison. So uh, I don't know, like I, I'm not taking a ton positive from this game, but at least the coaching staff, I will say has a clue. And when you look at the rest of the NFC, it's not very good. So I think this team still has a chance to like do something this year, but absolutely. But tonight was a night where you realized how, where your ceiling is. Right. And to me, and, and yeah, I've been on your show a number of times, when the Eagles can surround a $600,000 quarterback with an absolute bus of players like they have, it really shows the Vikings how far they are from really contending in this league with Kirk cousins. Yeah.
5: And, that is, so, and that is exactly why we all have talked about for years, why you want that QB on that contract. Like that's the difference, right? He's good. And, and to your point, the infrastructure offensive line, like you, you look at the players, defensively that you can bring in to replace the attrition like this is the whole thing where people get confused about Kirk and oh it's fine you can pay Kirk okay but the problem now you can't replace Patrick Peterson ideally he wouldn't be back but guess what you're stuck there that's that's the thing that the cousins uh, crusaders like don't want to hear or take into account it's not that we're saying that Kirk stinks. It's that we're saying if the Jalen Hurtses of the world give you a chance to build a roster out. The salary cap restricts that. It's very, very simple logic. Well, and you look at
3: the, that that Eagles roster. James Bradbury was a cut by the Giants. He goes to the Eagles as a sort of like a, a, a second starting corner, and that's excellent. That would have been the top free agent. Like the Vikings' top free agent signing since the Kirk Cousins area. Era was Zadarius Smith, who was a good player, but he was a cut by the Packers. This is not a top end free agent player. The Eagles go, and you look at the Eagles' defensive line. We talk about Hunter and Smith. The Eagles got Hassan Reddick from the Panthers as a top dollar free agent. Josh Sweat, uh, we all, you know, the Bradford trade, uh, they had Derek Barnett, who just got injured. By the way, it's okay when you have depth. Like Derek, he Barnett just went out with an ACL and they just keep folding them in, right? They had two first round picks because. They've been when they trade back, they actually get real assets and not necessarily like third, fourth, fifth and sixth round picks. So then they can trade one of them for A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown is on, you know, A.J. Brown can be on veteran money because the quarterback is on rookie deal money. And then you look at the offensive line and when when things get rough, you can just like sign your players. It's, you know, again, the Eagles and we all talk about this and people get mad at this, but the Eagles tanked in week 17 of 2020. Right. And they got the sixth pick instead of getting like, you know, ninth or tenth. And the Vikings are out here trying really freaking hard to beat Detroit in week 17 of 2020 and the yeah. Bears in week 18 of 2021. And now you look, and and again, I, I say this, you know, over and over and over again, but the Vikings are busy winning these small battles. Yeah. You high five after you get Justin Jefferson. Well, newsflash the Eagles have made the playoffs more often than you since that draft pick. So it, again, it takes an entire roster. And, you know, the Eagles are a shining example of this. Like the Vikings aren't that far from competing in the NFC. The Eagles are what the Vikings could have been had they made tough decisions a couple of years ago. And instead they're stuck kind of arm's length away from the truly elite teams in the NFC.
0: I want to ask one more thing here uh, before we get to some, some more Vikings therapy sessions here. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus jumping in here and, uh, and, and laying some truth down as the Vikings get their ass kicked tonight by the Eagles. And I thought tonight was such a great illustration of sort of the 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 bigger picture problem. And I still think, despite this loss, that they're probably going to win like ten games. Like I'm still like I'm still taking the over on nine and a half because they have a weak schedule, a bunch of weak home games. But this is a game where all of the pieces around Cousins' defense, over to you know drops by Irv Smith to a better route by JJ, like everything kind of around him falters, and yet they're still sitting there down. 24-7 You know 24 7 in the red zone plenty of time left maybe five possessions left and they're just looking at the third highest paid quarterback to the cap to fix everything please in the next hour can you just make up for this and he doesn't do that ever really he doesn't do it often or ever and and people say well of well, you can't compare him to Brady or Mahomes I can. When he's making more money to salary cap, because that is the strategic decision you made as a franchise. And so, well, it's not fair to compare him to Brady. Yes, it is. These are chess pieces, and the chess board has the same number of chess pieces for every team in the NFL. And so, is it fair to compare him to Kyler
3: Murray? Because I watched that Vegas Arizona game, Murray, 46 million APY one of the worst coach first half I've ever seen, one of the most uninspiring quarterback play first half I've ever seen. And then you look at the second half and look, that Kyler Murray was playing for his – he looked like he was playing for his job. He overcame, drops – like, A.J. Green dropped five passes in the second half yesterday, it felt yeah. like. And you come back from 20 behind, you win a road game, you avoid 0-2. And again, again, we're it's fair to compare Kirk Cousins to these teams, these teams' quarterbacks, because this team is not trying – this team's not trying to lose. They're trying to win these games. This is a this was a statement game. If the Vikings would have won tonight, I mean, other than, you know, the Tampa Bays, the L.A.s, the Green Bays, and, you know, they're right in the thick of it. And now I think, like, they were seven-and-a-half-point favorites to Detroit coming into today. I think Detroit wins that game outright Sunday. I, I – mm-hmm. that Detroit team put up 35 against the Eagles last week. The Vikings put up seven. And, and you know, I, I think – Today, they could have gotten away from the middle of the pack. I think they're firmly in the middle of the pack now.
0: Yeah, dude, Detroit is 4-4 four and on four their last eight, including a win over the Vikings. And they're aver- over their last four or five games, they're averaging like 34 points a game going back to last year. And they play their asses off for Dan Gamble, So it's yeah. not that big of a stretch. Uh, dude, great stuff. Can we, can we still have you on our shows? Are you going to be doing too many top secret things that you can't talk about going forward?
3: I'll be doing, but I've been doing top secret things for PFF forever. I just, I kind of compartmentalize. So yeah, absolutely. When I'm with uh, Sumer Sports, uh, moving forward here. Uh, I will certainly continue to be on these shows. And, uh, yeah, I, I and now I don't have to stand behind the high grade Kirk Cousins gets from PFF
5: anymore.
3: <laughs> Which is why you're
5: leaving. That's why you're truly <laughs> yeah, bailing on him. You're like, I yeah, can't well, take these grades on eight.
0: You're criticizing a guy that you graded as the fourth best quarterback in the world. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, now you're an independent thinker. So, all right, Eric, great, great stuff, job, man. Wells. Take care. You Beer, beers sometime soon. Thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate it. Eric Eager, long time. Actually used to be uh like he used to call into Vikings Vent line way back in the day too when it was a radio show. He and did. now he's uh, one of the best football analytics minds in the country doing top secret stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're still watching and hanging out with us and we see that there are a lot of you who are looking for therapy here, we got your back. This is Purple Daily, Vikings Vent Line, Mackie Judd Declan, our executive producer. And uh, you can send a note, VikingsVentLine at gmail.com. If you don't get in tonight, save the email address for future weeks, Lions next week, whatever. Please click subscribe and the like button as uh, we're looking to build this community of awesome and frustrated Vikings fans. I'm going to unplug my mic and fix an audio issue while you guys. I'll stay on so I don't get kicked out of the room. But uh, who's next yeah. on Vikings VentLine?
6: All right, Jelly. Let's go to uh, <laughs> let's go to Brian here. Brian. What's hey up, guys. Al? Cheers. Very nice. Cheers. <laughs>
5: All right, I got you. Guys sit. Yeah, take a, take a <laughs> swig. Take, take, take more back. than a sip tonight. Take a yeah. big yeah. swig.
14: Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I've had many. Uh, but no, good to see you Keep guys again. I called in uh, twice last year, but uh, yeah, I was going to call the first game, but I was in the cities uh, going to a Pulse mallon concert, so I was a little busy.
15: All
14: yes. right. Yeah, but uh, I just want to bring up that uh, I kind of saw that I think Kirk was trying to force the ball to Jefferson way too much. He was getting double covered and you know, they, they played really good defense. Uh, some of those lob passes just did not look good. Uh-huh. Um, and also, like, uh, I kind of noticed that, like, uh, nobody's brought it up yet, but you know how they were drawing that C when the defense was on? It's, uh-huh. They drew that a few times during the game, and also during the Packers game they drew that too. I'm just kind of wondering if that's something that they've noticed that's pretty common with their defense, that the the Eagles kind of picked out.
10: Yes, um, definitely.
14: So I was just kind of wondering about that. Like, uh, yeah, and like, I do have to, I do have to give it to the defense a little bit, and also special teams because they gave us a lot of breaks. But our offenses, or well, Kirk the whole offense, they just kind of gave up a lot of opportunities. You know, when we got that interception, uh, we got that uh, blocked blocked uh, field goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we had chances to catch up, but we just couldn't capitalize.
5: Absolutely. Um, I I think what bugs me is on both sides of the ball, what we didn't see were adjustments at all. Like, I'm not saying that you you can't overhaul your game plan, but you certainly can make adjustments. And I didn't think that on defense or offense we saw adjustments. I thought we saw panic. I I really (laughs) – this was a big test for O'Connell, and in the course of one game, tonight at least, he failed it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he failed it. He did, he has done nothing but preach calm, unity. We're all on the same page. I am, am empowering my players. And that's great to talk about. But tonight is like the night where you're like, okay, let's see it. Let's calm yeah. everybody down, including Kirk. But yeah, I mean, I, let's I, calm everybody. And he didn't do it, he couldn't do it.
6: I think two things on that quickly before I keep rolling on is, is that so, so KOC obviously kind of overhauled that defense. So a dude like Ed Donatel, who has been a DC for like 20 plus years and good for him to to do that. And I know after the week one win, he basically said, Hey, there were things on defense that I need to be more aware of. And that was a game that was really controlled by the Vikings the entire game. But he, he kind of took the responsibility and kind of deflected some critis- uh deflected some, some praise and said, Hey, I need to be better in that situation. No adjustments in the defense of the Vikings. I mean, getting gashed on numerous third and longs, Jalen Hurts is a freak. Like he's going to bail out his team on offense numerous times on third on third downs here and there. But the third and long conversions, the third down conversions on the Vikings' defense—that comes down to adjustments. And KLC and Ed Donatel got to be a hell of a lot better.
5: How did Jalen Hurts? The the one that really got got me because it, um, it, it made Smith look like a fool. The uh, the keeper that Jalen Hurts had to the right sideline. Now everybody bit, and I get that. But Harrison Smith is being blocked by the tight end, and he never turns around. He literally got pushed down the field, and I think he was at least halfway down the field on, I think, what was a 24-yard touchdown, when he realized, oh, my God, Jalen Hurts has the ball still. Like, that play looked like a Pop Warner embarrassment play. It's a great play by Hurts, but, I mean, dude, you've got to be aware
0: yeah, I, I will say real quick, A, uh, do I sound at all better than I did before? Quick on-air meeting. I can keep mm. fixing it.
6: Keep talking, but we'll, we'll, okay. I'll, I'll let you know.
0: Um, the Vikings allowed like 100 total yards on defense in the second half. So there were adjustments made. I'm I'm actually happy with the way the defense shut the Eagles out in the second half, a road game. The offense needed to do more. This loss... And Judd's going to have the pie chart to blame tomorrow, so we'll see where he puts the pie. But this loss, at the end of the day, fell much more on the Vikings' offense being a mess than the defense, despite the bad defensive start, in my opinion. Anyhow, let's get to some more guests here on Vikings Ventline.
6: Yeah, let's go to uh, Chris now oh, yeah. on Vikings line. Chris, what's up, pal? You got us okay?
0: Chris? Chris, can you hear us? I think we... I think Chris might be. all oh, good. Uh, we'll, no, let, let,
6: we'll, we'll keep moving. A little pro setup here oh. for our guy, the iceberg. How's it going? Good man. Look
16: at
0: this. Right, I'm coming. This from, is how
6: it is.
16: Well, hey. I, I I do this kind of stuff for my job anyway, so nice. Good figured I'd use it for my pastime of suffering as a Vikings fan. <laughs> um I'm not gonna come on here and just I'm not gonna fake it till I make it and say I'm smart with football. Uh I'm but I will say this. Uh did you know we are now 500 in our all-time series with the Philadelphia Eagles?
6: Hmm.
0: We well, are but 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 the Vikings have but. two road wins against the Eagles since I was born. <laughs> That's <laughs> not <nice>. that today.
16: <laughs> um for for me though, like kind of what I saw at least and this at least my thoughts on it is it's kind of like almost a collapse in three parts. It was like at first the defense just looked completely flat coming out. Like they looked like the younger players looked flat. The older players looked really old. Uh, You guys were talking about Harrison Smith basically running with the Eagles instead of against them on that play. Um, The drops then started compounding. And from there, like Kirk just uh, desperate Kirk is the worst Kirk. And you saw him just start throwing up ducks. Like, at one point what it, what it kind of <laughs> reminded me of was um what it kind of reminded me of was that play when the Vikings were collapsing uh before the Minneapolis Miracle where Case just throws it up and hopes for somebody to catch it that was like Kirk every other pass when they would get down the field at the end I, it didn't feel like 38-7 to me uh i know a lot of people are comparing it to that but it Cause it felt like there were chances to get back in this game and they never capitalized on it. If if you don't get tackled by the punter running back, you get a touchdown there. Dude, if How Irv about that? Dude, Chris it.
0: Boyd, you dude, <laughs> Chris Boyd, you let the freaking punter catch you from behind. Come on.
16: Yeah. I, I, I saw that. I'm just like, yep, yep. This, this isn't going to get any better. Um, yeah, it was actually funny. Cause down the street, a friend of mine, uh, is a, a big Titans fan. And they invite me over, it's like, hey, we'll watch the Titans and then the Vikings. Ugh. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Ugh. Um and, and I'm I'm glad that that I didn't do that because we both would suffer tonight. Um, but before I get off here, I just want to say that um thank you guys because what you know what I do over covering uh NASCAR, I kind of use a lot of what you guys do when it comes to just being critical instead of just going with the company line like a lot of others in the vikings community will do um and it was funny because i showed my friend your guys' show after the dallas game last year and he's just like he he just was he's a rams fan and he was just in disbelief of like just how much crap we all put up with every year (laughs) he's just like he's like what what are you doing why is justin jefferson staying put all the time what i'm just like hey just hold on a second after the game Watch this thing called Vikings Vent Line. You'll completely understand we're not alone. But, yeah, it just that's my ramblings. Thanks for having me on.
0: Awesome, uh, man. The Iceberg, dude, great setup. <laughs> Best of luck in your uh, NASCAR covering ventures, and we'll definitely do it again sometime with you. Great stuff, man. NASCAR.
6: Look at, look at Purple Daily becoming the NASCAR Daily of, of criticism.
1: And awesome. You guys uh, are I so used to be a, negative about You know me? I used to be guys. a
0: big Daylor and Heart NASCAR yeah, fan. Sure. Yeah. That's right, yeah. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Vikings Vent Line therapy session. Hopefully people feel a little bit better than they did 45 minutes ago.
6: Let's go to Jake. Hey, Jake, what's up, man? Welcome
12: back. You've been on Vikings Vent Line a few times last year. I have. You can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, Fashion. we got you, Jake. What's set. up, man? Good. All right, buckle up. Here we go. All right. So if we if we just look at what happened tonight defensively, I about lose my I lost my mind. Like, I don't understand why Lewis scene hasn't gotten more than about one snap. So far, I know he's a rookie, but first rounder. I don't, and then you see the stuff that, uh, oh, the other safeties have been doing tonight. Like, I mean,
0: Harrison Smith got shoved back a few times in key spots as well, too.
12: Yeah, it was, I wasn't, I'm not concerned about Harrison. I'm not really, but buying him, making mental errors like that, you just can't have that. There's no room for mental errors in this. And then the rest of the team on the defensive side of the ball, like, we still can't stop the run. We can't. I just can't stop the run. Like that's all we can say. I don't know what, where to go there. Um, but then when you look at the passing game, I, I'm pretty confident. Us four in the room here, and then every Packers receiver who who they all are just terrible. could all ran about a five yard slant or a hitch on these guys and gun first downs because they were just playing eight yards off. I thought we were watching like Zimmer two minute like defense. This like the whole game. Oh, about lost it. So that's basically all I have to say on the, the defense. It's brutal. Offensively, I don't know why we're hyping up Irv Smith so much. He's god awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you drop a wide open possible touchdown pass and then you don't create any separation on like about two third and fives. It's just like God, he's supposed to be a safety blanket and he's just he's just too small. He doesn't have the catch radius that like you need like a Kai Rudolph hat. Oh, hold on.
0: You said catch radius. Oh, oh, catch radius. I gotta hit yeah, you with go. the football sounder. Oh. Johnny
12: Munt. exactly. Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt looks explosive. He's looks right? explosive. I'm not gonna lie. I I sent a text to a couple of buddies saying, "Hey, Johnny Munt might be the guy." I, I really. <laughs> in terms of like the rest of the offense, it, they talk about Kirk having like you know a clear, calm mind. I think the only one who had a, like a clear mind today was KOC because there was just nothing in there. He just had nothing going on. <laughs> I didn't see staring. anything that represented what like week one was. Just nothing. I saw a few motions from Jefferson, but nothing happened from it. We didn't use it to anything. No deep passes. And by the time we had to do something, the Eagles just smelled blood, and then we couldn't well, stop the the pass rush. Not even that's the pass rush with the blitz. The blitz couldn't pick it up. Yep, it, we were done. Like, I know, it was just a complete mess. Detroit next home game nine and zero at home this year. Well, we should get the That's all 10-0 you 10-0. need, man. You just need
0: one. Just need one road game, or yeah, yeah well, or a neutral site.
12: You I could win. Couldn't most- you win? Couldn't you go nine 0 at home,
0: one and zero on neutral site, and just lose all? Just punt all your road games. Just rest no, 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 all no. your starters. We'll,
12: we'll, we'll win some of those. You get. You're going to win some of those. I mean, we'll we'll lose to about we we'll lose to Miami, the Bills, and then at the Packers and go thirteen and four.
1: That's okay. Oh, I like the optimist. Like, you're very optimistic. <laughs> Dude, wait, first optimistic.
0: down and forward.
9: Jake, wait, you just spent
0: like five minutes torching this team. You're like, but they're still a 13-win team, so you can't be that
12: depressed. <laughs> I mean, if you just actually decide to, you know, call a different defensive play, except, you know, if you call an actual defense and then offensively you just start thinking, yeah, there you go.
0: Maybe they're trying not to show too much. You know, the, you don't want to put too much on film early in the season, okay? So right, you, you, they plan this you, as a
12: loss themselves. I like yes. that. Yeah. Genius. Just Analytically, all, it makes sense you can't to. Pressure on this team going seventeen to zero. It just you can't let that. You can't. Yeah. You can't have
0: that. <laughs> Jake, great stuff, dude. We love having you on Vikings Vant Line. We'll definitely hope to see you again sometime soon. Listen, maybe that's the maybe the, maybe the Vikings and Kwesi are playing high level chess, saying, hey, "Listen, our home schedule is so weak." We're going nine and zero at home. We're, We're going to beat the Saints on a teams. neutral site. We got we got ten wins without even counting the road games. Let's just pick a couple spots to uh, to play dead. You know, keep the league still, sleeping on us. I still think
6: the piecemealing of if you can win seven at home and four on the road. You know, if you go five hundred, if you can win four games or so on the road, I guess because they don't, they technically only have the seven road yeah. games with the neutral yeah. site game being in London. But can you still piecemeal it that way? Yeah, you know
13: absolutely. Get, no, yes you, you can. can.
6: Be prepared. This is just embarrassing because now we're trying to
5: torture it. How how do you get wins? Look professional. You didn't look professional tonight.
0: Are you I professional you or not?
5: I guarantee you, Zim, I Zim was at his old Kentucky home sipping oh. on some double red scotch. Wine. That's some no, no, no. He drinks, wine, he drinks red cap, wine. Or just yeah. drinking That's a, a bunch of...
6: I'm not a red wine guy. So well, I'm whatever.
5: Guy. Zim was... Ca- I could hear the cackling from Kentucky in slp
0: here Declan. i love Declan's. like i'm not a red wine guy right a, guy. Cab, a yeah, cab cab though, can right? you name three types of red wine
6: uh a cab is uh a cab. hold on no i can do this i should be able to do this my father <laughs> on, is rolling got in this, his ashes dude. right now uh you got this a cab oh man i know a Come lot on. of whites i know <laughs> so many whites i don't know any reds <laughs> Oh, no all right, we'll give
0: Declan no Googling. We'll give Declan till all the right. end of the vent line to produce two more red wines. No looking in the comments. Uh, yeah, all right, who's ne- By the way, let's shout out our friends here um, yeah. at Minnesota Lottery. So if you're depressed about the game, mm. you can always just pick up one of these badass scratch-off tickets and maybe win a truckload mm-hmm. of money, you know, and make up for your Vikings' sorrows.
5: Yes, it, exactly. Look closely here because what I have here, and while the Vikings disappointed you tonight, the scratch game does not. The Vikings big-ticket scratch game with $10.2 million in total cash prizes. It's time to go big with the big-ticket scratch game. It's so big, it has huge second-chance prizes, too. The lottery say I'm in. You must be 18 years or older to go big. So if Kirk Cousins and the guys disappointed you, head to your local store and pick this up and say, you know what, I can still win as a Vikings fan.
0: And I don't think we have the visuals queued up here for VentLine, but we should also let the audience know that the official dog food, win or lose, of Mackie and Judd VentLine and Purple Daily, is NutraSource. So Maya Mackie, three years old, just salivates over her NutraSource, keeps her digestion and gut health intact. You got uh, you got Judd's dog Stella that also enjoys waking him up at six in the morning, saying NutraSource.
5: Nutrisource. <laughs> it keeps her young. She's old. It keeps her young. She's still making plays, unlike, let's say, Dalvin Cook, Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks. Stella is still making plays. Why? Because of our friends at Nutrasource.
0: I think Irv Smith might need a scoop of Nutrasource for for next week. All right. Just the treats. The treats. Boy, get him back. Get him back on track. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a retailer near you. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. All right. Back to. Back to Vikings fans, here, Vikings vent Let's
6: go to Paul. Paul, what's up, man? Welcome to Vikings vent line.
1: What's up, guys? How y'all doing today? What's Good. going on, man? Pain, man. Pain. Pain. As, yeah. as as usual, per usual. So um yeah, I um I'm out in New Mexico, so uh, not too many Vikings fans out here for me to talk to. So I appreciate y'all for uh, being here for me during these yeah. times. Yeah. Um, but the first thought is um the same I've had since he's got here. Kirk is. He's not that guy. He's just not. He's not bad. The game today wasn't all on him. Of course, everybody was bad. But he's just not who he thinks, who all the scams think he is. If we switch Kirk today and Jalen, the game is completely different. We just need a QB who has some heart, some grit, just something deep down that he just doesn't have. And we've seen it multiple times. And I'm just, I mean, I'm tired of it. I'm sure everybody is except for the stands. Um, I made a claim on Twitter that got me a lot of feedback. I said, uh, Cooper Rush is way more clutch than Kirk Cousins is. (laughs) Dude, I love Paul. Paul Paul is in here, man. Paul is
0: swinging on Cousins
1: Crusaders right now. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) hot take.
0: Paul's like, all right, come on. Bring him on. Uh, Anthony in the comments says we're calling him Coles Kirk now. Coles Kirk is two and ten on Monday Night Football. You like that. I actually still think he's gonna have a career season, despite this game tonight. And I am I am not a cousins crusader. I'm I'm not gonna I don't think this is what his season is going to be. It was atrocious tonight, but but at the end sad. of the day, yeah, yeah. I mostly agree with Paul.
1: It was terrible. I, I thought he after that first game, I mean, I can't lie, my hopes were up here. I thought he might have turned the corner. I thought KOC might have Put himself in his and just I mean really shook it up and changed who he is, but unfortunately that's not the case. And I see that Lamar Jackson is not being paid. I'm uh-huh. not saying it, but uh-huh. I'm I'm Lamar to the Vikings next year.
0: Looks mm-hmm. good in purple. I Give think it you might have in purple, man. The problem is, and Paul, thank you, dude. Definitely come on VentLine again. Paul was awesome. Um, not just because he ripped Kirk Cousins. You guys just want people to rip Kirk Cousins. The problem with Lamar Jackson is once he gets paid, his value goes down in terms of what you can build around him. Because part of the reason why the Ravens were so successful is because he was making like a million or $2 million a year for a while, and you could build a monster roster around him. And then when he starts to make $40 million a year, it's kind of you know, kind of the same conundrum the Vikings have right now, which is, okay, you got this gigantic contract, but it's like the 10th to 14th best quarterback, and now you can't uh-huh. pay the extra three players on your roster you need to to fill it out. So, all right. Should we keep going here? Vikings Vent Line uh, therapy a, session. A,
6: a, a Malbec, right? Isn't that a red wine? A Malbec, yep. All right. I got Declan's one. Got,
0: Declan's it's, got two. That's two. That's two. And, and I am
6: not, I'm, I'm not okay. cheating here. I remember that one. My father loved a Malbec. I, do, I remember this. I remember this no, now. No. It's all coming back. Okay.
0: Somebody did suggest in the comments that Vikings blood is a type of red wine. I don't think oh. there's alcohol in it. Unless, well, I was going to make a joke there, but... It's gonna make a Corn Robinson joke, but I am a I am above it's that. It's late at night. It's I am, late at I am, night. Ab- I am above that. Don't do something you're gonna regret in the morning. <laughs> All right, if they're drawing the blood from Corn Robinson in 2005, it might count as alcohol. But okay, anyways.
6: Uh, Josh, what's up, man? Welcome to Vikings Vent Line, dude. I hate this team so much. <laughs> like, oh come on!
5: I, I am years
6: old, and I'm ready to give
0: up. I
14: don't know how you guys have been doing this for this long.
5: Oh, can't
14: It sucks.
0: Wait, how old are you? 17. Oh, dude. dude, you got you got 50 years wait, left of this.
5: Wait, this is the transition, though, Josh. This is the transition. We don't know. Like, this is what makes it intriguing right now. It's not like the same old. Like, the last two years sucked, right? Because by the end, it's like, this team's not going to win. They, they've they all turned on the coach. This is like the ups and downs. We're back in, in the the meat of being a Vikings fan now. You can't give up right now. I don't want to be a vikings fan this is <laughs> just listen, listen to me listen to me listen to me listen man 52 i could be your dad i'm going to talk to you you have to understand this is your lot in life this is your commitment in life right now you can't just hop around and become a cowboys or a packers or a chiefs fan you are a vikings fan for a reason and much like me you're now sentenced to that lot in life much like the rest of the show So what you need to do is have hope that eventually in in your long life that is left before you die, that you can carry on a tradition because I'm almost certainly at my age now not going to see a Super Bowl championship. You have that chance.
0: What is okay? Dude, you guys, you guys. This is the second week of the season, and we've got <laughs> yeah. we've got Josh. He's he Three doesn't want to be a Vikings fan anymore. Yet. Judd I'm is trying. like, oh, I'm gonna die. Well, well, i guess he's that's gonna die. Point. That's, I'm that's normal. They, they, I'm they, trying they, to. They talk. play the Lions next week. They're gonna they're probably gonna beat the Lions. Don't give like, up. What Josh. Is, Don't ever give up hope.
14: I can't even like drink away my pain with a surly or anything. Like that's I just bear down and endure this. This really sucks. And Judd. I hopped on the Ed Ingram train. Man, I'm hopping off. This dude sucks. Like, Ed, in- Ed Ingram is not the right guard of the future. I'm sorry. But, man.
6: Look, Josh, Josh, I, I, was, so I was 17 when Favre threw the interception across his body, and I went home that next day, and the Vikings were in, like, a stadium kerfuffle, too. And I, I literally I remember this. Actually, I think there's a Facebook status receipt of this. I said, just sell the team. I I was in your shoes. Granted, it was in a different circumstance because it was an NFC title game. Kids are you're, you're, you're just 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 stick it with, man. Stick stick with it. It's not going to be the end of the world. It's week two. Stick with it. It's going to be okay.
0: I'll try, man. I'll try. That's all I can say. Well, well, Josh. You uh, mathematically, by the way, Judd could be your sports grandfather if you know. Just yeah, depending exactly. on exactly, you know the what, Josh. In there, so.
5: Call in or co- come on each week, because I feel like you need a lot of therapy right now. You're young, impressionable. You need us to guide you through. Because giving up on this godforsaken team is not an option. Uh Uh-uh. You're stuck. You're stuck with this team. Now we have to figure out how to channel that anger, that young rage, and get you through the season.
14: All right. That sounds good. I'll come in every week. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: All right, Josh. Bye, Josh. Insurance will pick it up. We'll uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next week for the Vikings pro bono. Did Declan? Did you just tell him that it's going to be okay as a Vikings fan? That is a oh, patent Lie.
6: Okay. okay. Sorry. I yeah. Because you were seventeen and someone else was 12, 13 years old, and you didn't didn't. If lie if
0: if, if when I was 17, first of all, no one told me that it was going to be okay as a Vikings fan because they knew that it wasn't. Oh well, my so. dad
6: was dead, so I I had no actual th- like physical father to tell me it was going to be okay so i'm just saying just stick with it you're going to have these emotional outbursts it. it's going to be fine. no
0: one should be telling anyone that it's going to be okay as a vikings fan okay let's, let's at though. least start with right, some out. basis of truth here
5: but you can't leave you can't leave you're sentenced
0: to this yes. it's like the it's like a sequel to the movie uh get out i don't know if you guys have seen that
5: but yeah it's a great movie
0: anyhow all right let's keep it rolling here fan. Uh-uh. we're an hour into this thing please click the subscribe button and the like button so we can spread the word about this vikings therapy session on the purple daily youtube channel vikings vet line looks like we got ian ready to rock next
10: hey how's it going guys uh first time listening actually so uh thanks for oh, having man. me on Thank welcome you. in sorry yeah i appreciate it yeah it's been a it's been a rough one today uh you know i'm actually still really excited about this team i think we have uh a chance to do good things. I think KOC and the, the coaching staff will do the good things, but just a matter of working out those kinks and getting there. Um, some things I didn't like today was kind of some of the defensive play in the first half. Um, Bynum was a little slow. Obviously got burnt for that deep touchdown, but then also tried to focus on stripping the ball from Jalen Hurts on that that long touchdown run rather than just, just get him to the ground, you know, make a defensive stop. We saw saw, do, saw them do it last week with the Packers. You can make a goal line stand, so give yourselves that opportunity rather than you know taking that trying to make the big play. Just get the safe tackle and and move on. Um, other than that, I mean, Kirk was definitely forcing some of those balls to JJ. Um, I didn't like the pass. I think it was right after, maybe right after the uh, the interception by Hicks. Um, Kirk tried to force a, a slant into Thielen. Uh, if he had waited just a, a a couple more seconds, I think JJ probably would have been open on another crossing route. So, yeah, just some missed opportunities. I think that uh, the coaching staff will pick that up and hopefully they turn it around. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. But
0: yeah, I'm generally happened. with Ian here. I I, I mean, it was it, I had him losing this game it was a little uglier than I thought it was. Judd, you had him losing this game.
5: Yeah, I just thought that they'd be prepared. The yeah, Eagles was, adjusted. Um- to, that, to what they did in week one, and the Vikings were very skittish on adjusting back. I mean, they Detroit is now going to exploit what, um, to a large degree, that Philly did tonight, and so now you're going to have to adjust as well. Like, that's the whole game. It's the adjustments, and then what do you do, and what do they do? Um, Philadelphia had a great game plan. The Vikings were slow to adjust, so now... Dan Campbell's going to do the same exact thing. So can you now counter that?
10: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Philly's a great team. Hard, it's a tough environment to go on the road and play, as we've seen, you know, the NFC Championship game a few years ago. Yep. Um, it's and, and Jalen Hurts had an amazing game. They gave a lot of respect to, I mean, as they should to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. It's it's just a matter of sometimes you have to press those guys. You can't play as soft coverage on those guys all day long and expect to, to make the stops get every time, so...
0: Sure. Ian, thanks for bringing some level headedness here. To, it only took an hour for, for someone to bring some level headedness to the, to the table. By the way, if Eagles fans were throwing cans of beer at Vikings fans' heads, hopefully it was cans of Before I Die by Surly. But let's keep going here. Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's
6: go to uh, Jason on Vikings Vent Line. Jason, hey, what's, up, Al? what's
7: up, guys? Can you hear me? I got my uh, earphone in. We yeah, got gotcha, you, gotcha. man. Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. Um, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of you guys. I probably watched you guys since the beginning. I think uh, maybe 1,500 ESPN. You guys used to maybe come on a few hours later. Not you three, but I think uh, Collar and then maybe a Vikings vent line would air, but I could be wrong.
0: No, um, we yeah we used to. We've great. been doing the radio version of this for like 11 years. Oh, wow. so so definitely go definitely goes back back away.
7: I called in one time when Superstar Morris was on there, and he called me an idiot for something I said. I don't remember <laughs> what I said. Right. That's but he did. And Declan, <laughs> I don't know why women are looking at your eyes, but dude, get an OnlyFans account. You might be able to make yourself some money. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might be able to make some money. I love it. Uh, but I'll keep it short and sweet. I'll just talk about the offense and the defense. Defense, there were a few busted plays, but it was really coaching. I mean, Ed Donatel just played soft, and there wasn't any pressure, no blitzing, nothing. He didn't mix it up for Hertz. And, man, when a ship is sinking, you got to jump off the ship. But it looks like Donatel, he just dies with the ship. And that w- that's what upsets me the most, and that's why I had to call in. I mean, if they had tried something different, something after halftime, any adjustment, I'd be okay if we got our butts wood. But the fact that they didn't even try anything new, that would irks me the most. And uh, for the offense in and of itself, Kirk is going to Kirk. This is Kirk. I live in Silver Spring, Maryland, outside of D.C. I've seen enough of Kirk Cousins. I'm not a Kirk, you know, Kirk Stan or whatsoever, but those people need to come on here and defend him. I know there's been a few, but they need to come on and defend him. Judd's right about it. And, like, you can only go so far with Kirk Cousins. He's basically Jimmy G. You're not going to win because of him, but you can definitely lose because of him. And The Eagles' defense, or excuse me, not the Eagles' defense, but the Eagles were giving us chances to get in the game. The blocked field goal, the interception that Hicks got, and we couldn't cash in. And that, man, Kirk, that was horrible. So that's all I want to say. But uh, to that guy who uh, is 17 years old, I've been a Vikings fan since middle school, you know, he can jump off now. It's early for him. You can jump (laughs) off. But... (laughs) I I turned 37 yesterday. I've been in too long. I have to. I ride or die, man. I'm a Sacramento Kings fan, also. My favorite color is purple. So that's kind of how I got into the purple teams. But yeah, I'm a loyal guy. It's too late now, man. I got to die with the ship. But I will be at the Packers game. Uh, They're coming to FedEx Field here in DC. You know, I want to see Aaron Rodgers play once. And if the Packers lose, I will call you guys because I need to get on live. And seeing Packers tears is probably what makes my day. So actually
0: we could do some I, live packer vent line if you could just like just yes. walk up to packer fans if you're comfortable getting
7: punched oh, I will, I just walk up and put your that. phone
0: in their face and send us the video.
7: I will do that. I hope they don't curse or anything, but yeah, I will totally do that, man. Honestly, <laughs> I would go to Philly with my Justin Jefferson jersey. My friends oh. gifted this to me for my birthday, and I would sit in that I would sit in the stands. They could try to throw at me, but man I'm not. I'm not scared of them. So they, they might. I will you, gladly but... <laughs> go into Washington and do that. but yeah, and I'll be at the Minnesota game as well. And Kirk, better not, Kirk, man. You better not. Just, just do me oh, something. That, the that, only that might,
5: time That's a big ask, it might be a that's a
7: big ask. game. Yeah. The only time that I could say Kirk Cousins did me proud was that New Orleans playoff game. That's the only time that I've ever seen Kirk come up clutch. But whenever adversity hits Kirk Cousins, he folds. And it's... I hate to say that. Yeah,
0: generally it's true. There's, and then there's always exceptions, but it's like, dude, it's, it, it can't it can't be the exception. You gotta, right. you gotta, you gotta rise up a little bit more often. So, Jason, good I stuff, hope. dude.
7: Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Therapy is real. Get it, man. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Happy awesome, birthday.
0: man. Jason, out there in the in the DMV. Um, let's keep rocking here. Vikings vent line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel.
6: Let's go to Alex. Alex, what's up, dude?
17: How's it going, guys? Really excited to be here. I mean, I've been watching you guys for a year since last preseason and just have loved every second of it. Watch it all the time at work.
0: Dude, thank you, man.
17: Thank you. A couple of things tonight. Um, the defense, not multiple at all. I mean, I cannot, I did not see any blitzes. I saw mostly four man fronts rushing Jalen Hurts. Um, not really many spies going after Jalen Hurts. Brian Osimo was on the field a couple of times, but no three safety sets. And Patrick Peterson got torched a lot, a lot. I mean, he was leaving too much space between him and um, Miles Sanders at times. A lot of times it was A.J. Brown. Um, and then on the offensive front, um, we didn't utilize a lot of our weapons. It was it was a lot of, like, going to Jefferson, um, Irv Smith, you know, a lot of the times across the middle, and then he got blown up by Darius Slay. And then KJ caught a couple passes for, you know, first downs here and there. It was really nice, but you didn't see a lot of Thielen's engagement until about the fourth quarter, and that was a little bit sad. And then, like Judd was saying, Dalvin Cook was dropping a lot of passes, and he wasn't getting yards after the catch. He just wasn't, and it was it was pretty sad to see. It was kind of disappointing. But yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to appreciation for Judd, Johnny Munt's route running on that red zone told you guys that that He's route running on. in the red zone from Johnny Munt where he shook Darius I don't know if it was Jer- Darius Slay or or what but he shook let's go with it
0: he shook Slay let's go with Slay for sure he, yeah.
17: he shook Slay and got that separation <laughs> and then got some yards after the catch and put us in scoring position that was really nice but You know, I was expecting a lot more from the scheme of the Kevin O'Connell offense and just from Ed Donatel's defense. But, you know, it all came down to scheme. And then Kirk Cousins, you know, there was a lot of times where he could have he could have thrown up the field. He could have, you know, Adam Thielen, K.J. and J.J. are three of the best wide receivers in the league, in my opinion. You need to throw a 50-50 ball to them now and again. Like you need to give them the chance to make a play. And a lot of the times it was a check down. It was, you know, the safe bet, which I was hoping wouldn't happen. I was hoping he'd be a little bit more quiet minded and played a little bit more aggressive. And when the lights were on, it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, Alex, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you finding us uh, a year ago. And we are happy to provide this therapy for you and others.
5: Johnny Mont Whisperer, right here. Johnny right. Mont. He's Whisperer. off to a nice little start. You're he's right.
0: off, and some people are saying he should start. He is starting. He has, hasn't he? Started the last two games, I think. Over he started the first. Well, game. he's not sure. starting. Sometimes they don't. No, they no. they use no. a tight end in their he's in their eleven. Starting. He's
17: starting. He's yeah. starting. No, Johnny Mont.
6: Debates on Detective Johnny Mont start. Yeah.
0: Nope, We've that's had some true. more people, by the way, take issue with naming Jalen Rager a starter, but it, it's. Yeah, well, the, the case is closed. I've
5: gotten more of that now, but it's too late. It's like where were you mm. people earlier? Yeah.
0: It's that's like double jeopardy. You can't yeah. you can't be you tried. Can't you can't be tried twice. Yeah. The
5: case was tried, and now all of these folks are like, Oh no, he's not a starter. It's like where were you?
0: Speaking Nothing of try, speaking of trying things, if you're looking to lose a bunch of weight like Judd has forty pounds and kept it off over the, over the last year, mm-hmm. our friends at Livia are here to help you.
5: That is right, and and they are here to help you with an offer as well, and that is this, eight weeks for free. That's right, your first eight weeks for free. Um, I've, as Phil just said, dropped 40 pounds. Dawn, she's dropped 16-plus pounds. Our, our friend Chris Ron, who we work with, he joined 10 pounds. The point is, this works, and right now, get your first eight weeks for free. It's this simple, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. That is where the weight loss starts. And the best part is keep the the weight off. Again, Livia dot com. Check them out and get on that program.
0: Uh, I also I got to talk about prize picks for a second here. The easy way to play Daily Fantasy because I told the masses, the millions millions and millions of Phil Mackey Twitter followers out there. I told them I think it was two days ago even. I said, here are the two obscure overs I am taking in this Vikings game. Kirk Cousins over, I believe it was four and a half yards rushing. And then I believe it was Adam Thielen over like five and a half, four and a half or five and a half targets. And Kirk busted off a five yard run in the first half. He winds up with, I think, 20 rushing yards in this game. So Kirk, yep, two rushes for 20 yards. Adam Thielen was seven targets. And so, even if the Vikings got smoked tonight, there's ways to still have fun and play Daily Fantasy through our friends at PrizePix. Promo code NORTH with the PrizePix app or prizepix.com gets you $100 bonus cash. And you can help us out by telling them that, uh, you know, ScoreNorth sent you with the promo code NORTH. prizepix.com and the PrizePicks app. All right, who else here on yeah. Vikings Ventland.
6: We're cruising along.
0: And uh, speaking
6: of getting cruising along, getting pulled over for hot takes, it's our guy, Pulford Skull. Oh, look he is the, look
0: chief, he the, the, the chief hot take police officer you of Purple Daily.
6: Ass kicked
5: twice tonight, Pulford. Yeah. Congratulations.
18: I have to go to work tomorrow with that being my second team, this being my first oh. and it is going to be rough. But Fuck. the uh, as a uh, official board member of Purple Daily, I just want to give a shout-out to our uh, chief emotional support officer, because he's going to be very busy the rest of the week, my yeah. goodness and yeah board... he's
0: gonna he he's going need us to build him a staff i think under yeah. underneath him
18: he de- he does he needs he needs his own board underneath him. Poor, poor Josh has probably already got a plane ticket over to his house that that <laughs> poor fella, I tell you what, but let's talk about some positives. We got a dog in our punter that man he can punt the ball like nobody's business
0: <laughs> I think that's a silver lining for tomorrow yeah. It, I think it is. This yeah. is such a
5: Vikings fan. Like,
0: the punter, let me tell you. Into the into oh. the wind a couple of times? Oh, man.
18: Hey, you got to you gotta look at the positives. Great. Joseph, he kicked the ball off really good, what, three times, I guess? Was it three? Uh, I think it was two. Twice, yeah, twice. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, they
0: but they were both great. 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 They had the perfect pop-up kicks right there on the edge of the goal line. Mm-hmm.
18: Drilled that extra point like nobody's business. I'm telling you what, guys, like we got to look at the positives here. But let's talk about where was TJ Ham tonight? Like Kirk Cousins didn't have a chance to even dump it off to him. We got Alexander Madison over there dropping catches, JJ swinging out of the backfield wide open. Kirk looks at him and he goes, Oh, he's too open. Let me throw it to Madison quadruple covered. What oh, was that? I, I mean,
5: explain that to me.
18: I They showed it and I think it was even Troy Aikman. He goes, What was Kirk doing? He looked right at Jefferson. He's running wide open out of the backfield, and all he had to do is throw it to him, and J.J.'s probably got 20 (laughs) yards. Instead, he turns and looks at Madison, who's got like 16 eagles around him, and throws it in the crowd.
0: He he short circuits, man. He just kind of – he's like the – sometimes there's just games, and this is one of them, where Kirk Cousins just does like the blue screen of death that happens to your laptop. Or he oh, yeah. just like he's just pixelated. What, and... Where should
5: I throw that ball? And
0: then and then he restarts in safe mode in the second half, and you can't figure out how to get back to the to the desktop. It's Over that east. was that was Kirk tonight. Yeah, start banging Kirk, on him.
18: He just he just short circuited every time. Darius Slay had the most receptions on the team tonight. I mean, Kirk was like, "Hey, where's Darius? Darius, oh there he is. He's back there. So throw it to Darius." And Darius is just coming down with every Kirk ball there was tonight. <laughs> hey. hey Kirk Cousins is back, as Everton Griffin would say. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is back. Prime time Kirk, live and in the flesh. One fumble, three picks, uh... and he's, just, he's on a roll. Hey, but as your chief hot takes officers, I will say, next week, I think Phil, you said it, or Judd, maybe it was you, he will have a bounce-back game. He will go 300 yards, three touchdowns, and we'll get a, you like that? You like that? From Kirk. <laughs> you like that? You like that?
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey Pulford, sixty-five to fourteen. Your teams were outscored tonight. The combined score of the Titans game and the Vikings game, sixty-five to fourteen.
18: Oh, you should you should see the calling sick tomorrow. Oh, it, it's it's burnt down. It's horrible. It's awful. Like showing up to work tomorrow, I'm just going to have to walk in and walk right back out. It's it's rough. <laughs> Let's one last thing though. Let's talk about Ed Donatel and being the stooge of the day, like. He, where was the twist? Where was the stunts? Where's moving Hunter inside? Where's moving Zadarius around? Was there even one blitz tonight? I don't think there was a single one.
0: Yeah, they clearly went in thinking, all right, and Aikman did a great job laying this out in the first half. Just, all right, They're going to essentially try to create a shell and hope that Jalen Hurts makes some mistakes, right? We'll just kind of contain everything, no big plays. We're going to make them go 14 plays on a drive, and eventually they'll just make mistakes. And they didn't. Dylan Hurts was great. All Might want to mix long, it up.
18: I think, was it Troy Aikman? He kept drawing the line on the yes. screen mm-hmm. all night long, saying, look at this. And he was saying how far back every single person was playing every single time. And what Hurts do? he looked like a stud out there. He was just, okay, here's eight yards, and then they'd break it right off.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, listen, um... We're not going to charge you for this therapy session because you are part of the cabinet, the leadership cabinet here. So just know that this was this was a free of charge session for you, Pulford School. You. Okay, Thank you. Yeah.
18: appreciate you guys as always doing great work.
0: <laughs> Keep up the good fight. That's our chief hot takes their, uh, police uh, officer yep, there.
6: Yep. So at least Pulford gets. Uh, I think Malik Willis got into the game. Yes, uh, late in the game on Monday against the Bills. At least uh, they got another quarterback to look at. That's kind of nice.
0: Kinda on Monday. Are you already on, on, on to Monday. Tuesday?
6: Whatever day it is, it's eleven thirty. It's it's uh, a lot of stuff going. On. I'm trying to remember a third wine at this point. Okay, there's a lot of lot of lot of moving. parts. Right, so you've Vikings, you've nailed a worry. cab,
0: and you've nailed what was the other one? Malbec. Uh, Malbec. A, a mall Malbec. back. Uh, All um, right.
6: Um. Oh. Oh. Another N. Um. Merlot. Is Merlot ah, red? Ah, there it is. Yeah, I get it. All
5: right, there it is. Declan's oh, like name. Sort of helped out on that one.
0: Three red wines right there.
5: Of, of any sort I am appalled.
0: Clicked, Judd's wife, Dawn, would be appalled. My Mike Zimmer would appalled. be appalled. Yeah, I um,
6: I just I don't does nothing for me. I'm not appalled. It does nothing. Beer, whiskey, tequila, more beer in in my stone-cold voice, but that's it. That's all I I drink. I'm with you.
0: I told the audience that Jeb would shotgun a Surly at some point tonight if the Vikings came back and won, and I feel like we were robbed of that moment on Vikings Bentline.
5: Line. Actually, we weren't really robbed. I mean, they quickly, Kirk basically went in the toilet moments after that tweet came out, so unfortunately
0: it didn't come. He couldn't live up to the pressure, the pressure that I applied to him. Uh, all right. Who's next on Vikings? Yes. Like, oh, my God.
6: <laughs> I believe it's Irv uh, Butterbrick Jr.
0: here on. Hey, how you guys doing? Nice. Hacking. What's going on, man?
15: Hey, man. What a night tonight. Mm. Uh, I got a few things for you guys. First of all, thanks for having me on the show. Phil. Um, I'm right there with you, dude. Like a there I like Notre Dame.
0: My my Notre Dame play like a champion mouse pad has been put in hiding after their atrocious 0 2 start, but you're there's always me, next you're season.
15: Doing, you're telling me, hey, you know what, it's crazy. It's either the Vikings doing good or Notre Dame is doing good. So, um, anyways, I got a few things for you guys. Uh, Irv Smith, come on, man. I mean that that is that is the hot take of the night, in my opinion. I mean that's a game changer right there. You take that, you get that pass in your bucket. You Take it to that's why I made the name that is if you take that to the house, yep, it, it changes everything that changes yeah, the whole does. momentum of the game. It would have been 21 to 14, yep, we would have been fine. Uh, also, O line, where I mean, I know that the defensive line for them, Jordan Davis and all of them, are good, but I mean, that's why I'm giving Kirk Coven Kirk Cousins a little bit of a pass. Is that I mean, he had no time at all, there's so many times where he was pressured. And he's throwing these these lob passes to the end zone or anything like that, and and it was just there was nothing there. Also, two to three targets, I'm pretty sure, for Justin Jefferson in the first half. It's like it, it's almost like the Mike Zimmer era. It's like what are you doing? Uh, or like the illusion of complexity. Where was that tonight? I've, yeah, I think been, it was just a,
0: it was just an illusion tonight. Yeah, actually, it was, it was. They forgot to
5: pack it.
15: Thing. It, <laughs> it and, and stayed here.
5: I the saw it's on the Driving tournament. home, I saw it.
15: I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, you forgot. They've been speaking that all season, and it's like the illusion of complexity completely disappeared. There was no motions, really. There was not really any, any like, complex plays going downfield. Nonetheless, there were so many times Justin Jefferson was wide open and, and said, we're going to check down football. We're checking down to Madison or to Dalvin Cook, who also bobbled three balls in the sands. I, I, it's it's kind of hard for me to, you know, like, understand everything that's going on. Uh, Alexander
0: Madison was targeted five times for six total yards tonight.
15: How many times did Dalvin Cook bobble the ball? Three, probably? Two or
0: three. Yeah. Yeah, how about this, actually? Vikings running backs were targeted 11 times in the passing game for uh, 25 yards. 11 targets, 25 yards for Dalvin Cook and Alex Madison.
15: I need to see boss Johnny Munt out there, honestly, dude. Irv Smith needs to just be sidelined, dude. I I mean I've I've always had such high praise on him, but I I just don't see it at this point. Johnny Munt had that hurdle. He's looking he's looking pretty good. So uh-huh. I mean I'd rather have him in there. Buy, buy um, your stock now, Johnny Munt stock. Johnny Munt doesn't right drop
0: that pass down the it's left sideline. In mm-hmm. the secondary,
15: we I don't even think we had a secondary on the field in the first quarter. It was non existent. Camera Dancer kind of picked up on the uh, – he had more of, like, a, a hit stick, if anything, in the backfield hit, hit stick. Didn't really have any coverage the whole time. I, I mean, it, it all disappeared. It, from the jump, there was – you could tell. even that. Do you remember that sideline when they put a, the camera on Justin Jefferson right after the first touchdown? To me, what I saw from it was he was a little – he looked like he was pacing back forward. Like, he looked a little, like, disturbed or something. I don't know exactly what what I, like, took from it, but it just looked like he was kind of, like – irked by the, the, you know, the environment. It's a hard place to play. Philly's a hard place to play, which, I mean, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. I still do have positive outlook for the rest of the season, but it's just, I had a feeling that this was going to be a hard game to play, but I didn't expect this. This was right. beyond beyond anything. Yeah. Kirk Cousins needs to bounce back and not, not let this irk him. And if KOC really is what he is, then we need to see what's going to happen with it. And lastly, I'll leave you guys with, I'm hopefully making my first pilgrimage to um, U.S. Bank Stadium. I know you guys have been mentioning that. I watch you guys every single day. You guys encompass probably six to ten hours of my life every week. (laughs) That's
0: awesome, dude. (laughs) I've been trying to get
15: on since Cooper Rush lost last year at uh, at Dallas. (laughs) I was in Maryland at the time. I'm a California-born Minnesota Vikings fan. Also, I got Boston Terriers my whole life. That's another thing, Phil Mackey, that that I remember you were trying to get a Boston Terrier for a while.
0: We've got, uh, well, we've Maya got a Matthews. we've got a half a half terrier now. She's half terrier, half terrorist sometimes, but she's she's pretty awesome.
15: Great animals, though. the best personality. <laughs> yep. Also, so, if you if you want anything that's going to leave you in a positive light for this, go listen to the Bill Burr on Philadelphia. If you've never yes, heard best, yep, sure. good point. Man. <laughs> yes, that is the funniest rampage I've ever heard on that city, and uh, I'm probably going to listen to that tonight. So it bring me a little bit of joy.
0: Their, vit- I do appreciate and respect their vitriol toward Jalen Rager. You know, like if it was the Wild or the Twins, we'd run a tribute video for him or something. And these fans said, "Bleep this guy! He is a clown and a bust, and we're gonna boo him out of the stadium." And they did it with conviction. Irv Butterbrick Jr. Definitely come on again sometime, man. Thank I hope you. So.
15: Thank you guys. Appreciate it.
0: Awesome stuff, dude. Awesome. Let's keep it rolling here on this. Therapeutic edition of Vikings Ventline. Line. Please click subscribe and the like button on the Purple Dill YouTube channel. What's going on, man? Tyler. Tyler, what's up, man?
2: How much can you guys hear me?
15: Yep. we
0: got, got you. you okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Awesome. Awesome. I want to first off and apologize and just say not all Philly fans are as bad as you think we are. Um, <laughs> when you're in Philadelphia, the you know the riff raff can pay for tickets and throw batteries and be terrible people. We're actually good people. I promise. Um, second off, I don't know how you guys do this. Like you guys are martyrs i don't i just saw convincing that 17 year old kid to like suck it up but man yep. like we do i don't know how you guys change regimes change players but somehow sometimes play the same
0: the it's nuts are you an, are it. you an eagles fan by the way
2: die-hard eagles fan but i i'm a four for four vikings fan second or minnesota fan second i love the wild i love the twins love the okay vikings. This is my home now. I I, I'm from Philly, but I love Minnesota, and I'll be here for the rest of my life. So I have. Well, then, what is? I I think
0: we should we should listen to your advice here. What uh, you know, we don't we don't (laughs) want this to keep happening. We don't want them to be this soft ass team that goes on the road and prime time and gets smoked and gets beat by backup quarterbacks like Cooper Rush. I mean, what should what
2: should we do? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. In all fairness, and first off, Philly is a hard place to play, and I truly feel that. Kirk Cousins has PTSD because he's a Washington former player. And I think every time he's in Philly and he's feeling that crowd and he starts buckling, it just happened. It happened like clockwork. Once it started getting rough, two picks happened immediately after. I feel like Kirk Cousins seriously has PTSD in Philly. That's one thing. Second off, I can't believe 84 is not retired yet in Minnesota and you let Herb Smith just rock that wearing eighty four, that yeah. was disappointing. That was really That's bad. a great what? point. Yeah. Okay. It is
0: <laughs> on a Monday
5: night too. National audience watches that number in purple look that bad. Dude yes. bad. that should
2: have been six all day. When he dropped that I even I was screaming at the TV like, bro, you have to catch that. Like yeah. <laughs> like that should have been six on us. And then Adam Thielen, what is going on? How is this the captain of your team? And what does he have like Four receptions in the first two games. And the last thing I will say, I, I like I said, you guys are my second team. I'm Philly first. Um, I think you guys will pull through. Your guys' division looks pretty weak. Don't sleep on the lines. I've been watching a lot of lines because I have DeAndre's look on my fantasy team. They look very scary. Um, I think besides the Packers, I think they're better than the Packers. Bears completely honest. I think the Packers are going to be crap at that this year. But uh, I think you guys will bounce back. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. i watched him too much in Washington. But you guys have the team, and I I do want to see. Now I'm kind of like on board. I want to see you guys win the Super Bowl before I die. And I'm an Eagles fan. Now yeah. you just now you <laughs> just feel pity
0: though. Now you just yeah. feel bad, and like we're just like no. this pathetic this pathetic thing over here. Oh, God, those
2: poor people. <laughs> no, you guys are prophetic. The first year I lived in Minnesota is when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So I feel like I'm a. I feel like it was destined for me to be here, not to rub in your face. And also, Mackie. Uh, my, I have a, my friend is uh, Charles Awad. I heard your podcast on Libations for Everyone. That was really cool because I've, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. I'm a big fan of the Purple Daily. Anytime there's a game or anything happens, I listen to you guys, and uh, it's kind of cool to see. Like, oh, kind of know the same people. But great podcast. That's awesome, man. And, uh, thank you guys for doing everything you do, and uh, I'll be, I'll be trying to get back in again. This is really cool. Thank you guys so
0: much, Tyler. Thank you for the words of encouragement for all of us just struggling to cope with with these Vikings.
5: <laughs> You're so pathetic. Let's keep That's it rocking here. He said.
19: You
0: guys are Still got thousands of people hanging out with us here 90 minutes after this, this game ended here. Vikings Vent line.
19: How are we doing, boys? Up, Man, How are we doing? What's up, Blake? So it, it's kind of weird because it felt like it was almost just a complete opposite of week one. We win 23 7, then we lose 7 24. Both sides of the ball just feel like they were incapable of doing anything positive repping pat pete because he had probably one of the what two highlights of the entire game so
0: he did have a nice highlight yeah he got torched a couple times too but yeah yeah you know, but he had a nice highlight He yeah. looked a little old. yeah but, uh,
19: yeah i mean i don't know and i feel like everything that could have been said has been said uh you know it's i i'm glad there was a bit of a like humbling period i guess for week two I feel like it probably would have been not great to uh, come out with a dub. Maybe just as a Vikings fan, I look at it. Because if we start up 2-0, beat the Eagles, you know, my ego is all the way high. I'm drinking that purple Kool-Aid. And then we lose to the Lions week three. And then, you know.
5: But what if you beat the Lions? You beat 3-0. You feel great.
19: Yeah. Well, I suppose. But I don't know. I Like, I have a lot of faith in this team still to do well, probably, you know. Hopefully won the division, but I guess we'll have to see uh if the Aaron Rodgers is still a thing or not. I don't really count a game against the Bears in Lambeau, but uh Yeah.
0: I think I think and by the way, Blake, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. Definitely come on again sometime. I think at the end this I'll I'll leave you with a little ray of sunshine here before we get to our, our next Vikings fan. Yeah, it the the way that it went down was very, very ugly. Mm-hmm but this was supposed to be a loss on the schedule. And I think at the end of the season, you're going to look at a road game at Philadelphia when it's all said and done and say, yeah, not a lot of teams are winning there this year. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not, I think the goal should be, the bar should be high for this team, but I think the, the, the result is not a disastrous result. I think it's, I think people are spooked by the process by which it happened. And we'll just have to see to what extent does that carry over to the next two or three games. So
5: it it's the rebound now that's the question like Mm -hmm. like because O'Connell has faced until tonight zero adversity so like he like you can talk about all you want about you know I'm prepared for adversity it's going to be fine blah 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 but when you hit adversity what do you do and and the one thing that bothers me about tonight was it's very clear that they got a really nice and quality head start on the Packers and they surprised them okay Philadelphia watched that film and said, oh, we know exactly what to do. They did it. So now the question is, Detroit's going to say the same thing. What do you come out and show that's different and adjustments? And and that's what bothers me about tonight is now it's going to challenge you where you're going to have to have new wrinkles on both sides of the football. If you do that, you might be fine. If you don't, it's a problem. And keep in mind, too, it's important to note there's a lot about O'Connell that we don't know yet. And so if he can adjust and change things, that's awesome. It's great. If he doesn't, that's where problems start. So we'll find out.
0: Yep. Uh, Kevin O'Connell owned all of it tonight in his post game and said, I put it on me. I don't think I did enough. We know what our standard is, and it starts with me. I've got to make sure I do much, much more to help our guys play. Uh, and now the quote just went down. But, like, basically he said it's on me. You know what? And I, I like that. I think it's great. I think now there comes a point at some point where if they keep playing like this and you keep Correct. saying it, then it's just like, all right, dude. But I like that. He's not afraid to just, I like that. He's secure enough in himself to own right. it. And Mike Zimmer wasn't Mike Zimmer wasn't. And that was part of the reason why he didn't connect as well with people after okay. X number of years. So, uh, all right. Who's next on Vikings vent line, Declan?
6: Yeah. A few more left here. to uh, kick Oh things yeah. Off. Second chance. Chris, what's Chris. up, man? know. <laughs>
20: Thank you for guys for giving me a second chance. Um, I just sure. wanted. To, there's a few things. Um, my first time being an event liner, love the show as nice. always. Wasn't sure how to prepare for this. I was gonna bring paper bag, only had plastic, so I'd adjust the game plan. You gotta be yeah, careful you with know. that though. You no, I know I was like <laughs>
0: I did adjust the Actually, no, that there's there's some people that might say, actually after <laughs> that game tonight, do, do the plastic.
13: <laughs>
20: <laughs> <laughs> well, I adjusted on like Donatello did today. But I just <laughs> wanna go over a few things. First one is Kirk can't overcome any adversity, none at all. I mean, yeah, look, there's drop passes, defense was bad, run game was bad. I don't care anymore. Tua he struggled in the first half, k one was awful. heck, even the elite Joe Flacco had a comeback kurt can't <laughs> Kurt can't do it once I mean I look at Mike. I look at the coach in Miami, what they do when they're down, they just send it to their best players, send it deep, no checkdowns, no easy routes. take a chance. I mean, who cares you're already losing you're getting your butts whipped. The second thing is, if we can't gain pressure, our defense, our coverage can't hold up at all. And I said this in the beginning of the season. Yes. Yeah, our edge rushers, they're great, but where's the interior pressure? There's going to be none unless we send a blitz, which we don't know how to blitz in this. I mean, who knows how to throw a crazy bus package? Not our coaches. I mean, we didn't even <laughs> mix it up. We didn't mix it up once. I'm like, well, let's muck up the intermediate routes. You know, let's maybe force him to throw deep, which is Jalen Hurts' biggest weakness. The only time he throws deep is when we leave him wide open, which we're pretty good at. I mean. Maybe move Smith to linebacker, put sean in, play three safeties, someone that's more adept in the muck up those intermediate routes. We don't do anything, naturally. Um, another thing is just a daily reminder that we chose Er Smith over A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf because we were so scared of 11 personnel and who needs three wide receivers anyway, right? I don't know, not us. Lastly, Judd, in camp, did Thielen show some signs of slowing down or something? I mean, he looked good, but maybe it was just toasting our crappy corners. I don't know. Because, I mean, I look at it. He doesn't get a catch to what, midway in the fourth? I mean, this is supposed to be our number two. There is no – I mean, it doesn't matter. I Kirk used to listen, rely on him all last year. Now he's just throwing to Jefferson when he's double covered. But, you know, forget about him when he's wide open. Well, oh, oh, man, this is killing me. Thank this you, guys, is, for well, this is a Dude, this is a heater for to, to, oh, yeah, the end event line here.
0: This is great. Well, uh, I've been waiting. Pure passion here.
20: Oof, a lot of beers going down while in the weight room. Try
7: <laughs> That's really, really good. <laughs> <horrible.
5: laughs> that's closer oh. stuff, though, man. You you came in throwing hard, like that's yeah, like you... hundred one.
0: Yeah, oh. this is Duran throwing gas, yeah. throwing triple digits here. Yeah, you're not messing around. <laughs> Love it, man. Well, hey,
20: thank you guys for giving me a chance. This is a message to Kirk haters to the cult of Kirk. I'm that. My apologies. This is for you, Kirk Cousins. Is only going have two rings in his life. One is from his wedding. The other one's since around what's called his surly. Thank you guys so much, and I love you guys. Let's go Vikings! <laughs> there he
8: is. Wow, <laughs> incredible! Oh, man. That was a good ending. Looks like we got a couple more here, We got a couple,
5: we more, have a,
6: here, we couple more here. A couple, couple so, more. So Godspeed to careful. Sam and Ryan here before we wrap up, but uh, good luck to them. Sam, what's up? Oh, on? hell yeah.
21: How's it going, guys? Uh, all right, I'm going to wrap up, and fire Sam? this stuff because I'm sitting in the uh, car. because My infant son is asleep with my wife inside. Um, Real quick, first and foremost, I want to talk about who I want to fire after this game. I am sick and tired of this crap where we assign captains and don't even use them. Where was the blitz packages? Where was Adam Thielen? If they're going to be the captain, they need to be the leaders. Let's get after them. They need to be making plays in the game. Otherwise, JJ needs to be the dang captain at this point. If we're going to throw to him 11 times, make him the captain. Adam Thielen hasn't done nothing. Number two, let's talk about these coaching decisions. Why in the crap are we not blitzing and putting pressure on Jalen Hurts? Where's the spy we've been talking about all week? Where's the blitz? Where's the pressure? Where's the anything? They played the same defense the start of the game as the end of the game, and he cut them up. I thought this was supposed to be innovative. I thought this was supposed to be new. I thought this was supposed to be a brand new, fresh take of life. And here we are out here playing a stagnant, stale defense. Thank you, Ed Donatel. For doing the same crap every single play. Let's play zone and oh AJ Brown won't get a catch. He cut us up. Everybody cut us up, and Jalen Hurts made us look like fools. Last not least, guys, I run three bars here in Dallas. I'm a beverage specialist. I don't have Surly. Help me get Surly down here, and I'll tell you what, you talked about the TVs, getting games on the right Scots. I tell you what, I make sure that nobody misses a game that they want to watch in my bars. Make me on your cabinet. I'm your TV guy. I'm your yes. guy. I'm your Texas yes. guy. Y'all get me down here. Get me on this cabinet. I watch every freaking week. My freaking girl. She. She. I. I. I love you guys. I'm not gonna lie. She kind of hates you guys because you take up so much of my time and I talk so much about you. <laughs> uh, I have. I'm one of those people that football takes up way too much of my life. <laughs> um, I thank you guys for all your actual, real takes and not just puffing smoke. Oh, Judd, some weeks you drive me crazy with your harshness, but I tell you what, you're right, you're right, right when you're right. And here we are. Everyone <laughs> is talking you. about how the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders, and here you are pumping the brakes going, you know what, man? It's Kirk. It's Kirk. He's going to give you a game like this. It'll be 11 wins. It ain't going to be 12.
0: Sam, so, well, you are you are here go? by the Sam in Dallas. The chief bar TV officer of Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter. Congratulations, welcome to the Purple Daily leadership cabinet, sir.
21: Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right, go back to your family.
21: Yeah, go back yeah. In and see your wife. And
5: <laughs> <laughs> your I'm sure she's real happy with you right go back. now.
0: Go back to your family. All right, and then we let's let's wrap it with Ryan here. Ryan, you are the you are the closer here tonight with your cowboy hat.
4: Hey, I got a question. Before I get into like. The positive and negatives. I want to know what you guys your total thoughts, Kirk everything. Like what what do you guys really think went wrong 100% tonight?
0: Like what's the like the main takeaway or what do you mean? I mean, what do you guys think? Like I mean,
4: Kirk threw three picks, right? I mean, Here, I'll sum remember. it up.
0: Actually, I'll sum it up. I'll sum it up. Cuz this happened in the 49ers playoff game a few years ago too. Okay? The Vikings got ambushed and punched in the mouth, right. but the game wasn't over yet and instead of just collecting themselves and i'm not putting it all on kirk cuz it's irv's it's it's on a bunch of guys but they got punched in the mouth it's a boxing match and oh my god whoa like we got knocked down in the first round but there's it's a 12 round fight and in the 6th round the opponent started sucking wind a little bit and leaving himself open and instead of collecting yourself and calmly punching back you were so nervous about what happened in the first round that you couldn't you couldn't find your way in the boxing match. That's what happened tonight.
4: Agreed. And the one, uh, I think it was a second Kirk pick. I mean, I think we are desperate for a big play, and I think some of those were forced, 100%. But oh, yeah. at the same time, I mean, the play calling wasn't set up for any, any success tonight. I mean, the screens, instead of running the ball to Dalvin or Madison, we're just throwing screens left and right, and they're dropping half of them. I mean, half of them are just dropped balls. Mm -hmm. And that's—I mean—that's not—I don't know what that's what the Vikings were were supposed to do if we're not hand the ball off. The one drive when we threw the interception, there was multiple Mm -hmm. runs in a row that we were just pushing the ball downfield, and instead we throw a pass and it gets picked
0: off. Yeah, Yeah. the drops were egregious tonight. Egregious tonight. Mm -hmm.
5: The the problem too is that that game started to get away from them quickly, and they never had the ability to reel it back in. What the I think they went three and out, three and out, and then they scored. And so you're like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's fourteen to seven. They're back in it. And after that, they started to go back to reeling again. To Phil's point, and that's what I don't get. And and I will flat out say this: tonight concerned me with the coaching. Tonight concerned me from a coaching standpoint because yes, yes, Kirk is at fault. Um, Irv Smith had a bad night. The defense in the first half was brutal and didn't adjust but just from a coaching standpoint like i'm getting there where was it like at some point in time somebody has to say okay we got to calm down here we're fine and we never got that and 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 what's really weird is at halftime you would have thought that they would have come out for the third quarter when they started to get chances like with a fresh lease on life and they never did that
4: i mean look at like the motion schemes too and the Packers game we're motioning all the time we're getting Defenses moving we're getting safeties moving We're getting linebackers dropping down And then we're hitting those plays over the middle of Jefferson We're hitting plays to Thielen. Thielen was Non-existent we just didn't target him But we're not getting any motion there's no Movement in the offense there's nothing happening And then it just turns into a handoff For two yards or a drop screen pass And if we do push the ball downfield I mean it's 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 been rough I mean Irv Smith his some of his route running Tonight against linebackers was just bad Mm -hmm. It was just bad yeah. And he dropped the ball. It should have been a touchdown that could have changed the entire game.
0: Yep. Ryan, great stuff, dude. Great way to wrap up Vent Line here. Definitely get you on again sometime. partner.
6: <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Love the Cowboy hat. It's right, a great hat. Very HBK. Big fan. It was. A little, heart, little heartbreak hit. I thought, little, thought he was going to super
0: kick Declan's teeth in to end the yep. show there. That's right. That's and then do right. a crotch chop.
15: Yep.
0: Um. Well. Yeah, there's a good therapy session, I guess, for for all of you and us. And I want to shout out to our friends at Federated, too, for helping power a lot of the things we do at Score North, Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd, our other daily show. If you're new, you can find all these on the Score North and Purple Daily YouTube channel podcast feeds. But Federated's been around for over 100 years, protecting businesses and maximizing their level of success through risk management tools and resources. Federated is one of us. They are Minnesotan through and through. And you can find your marketing representative at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. So, all right. Well, um, we have plenty more to say on what happened tonight, tomorrow on Purple Daily and on Mackie and Judd. So definitely come back tomorrow for, you know, I think, I think we said a lot tonight, but I've got even like my wheels were turning as we were going there. So I've got I've got more in the bag to unleash on this team. Oh, and I've got going. some positivity to unleash on Judd, who I think is I think Judd's done. Sounds like Judd's firing not, Kevin. Not I'm, very tonight. I'm,
5: I'm very disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. OK, Kevin, it's almost a um, man.
0: <laughs> well, this was uh, this was a good sash Good sash here. Thanks to all of you, the listeners and the viewers. If this was your first time or if you've been going back years and years to our, to our old the radio version of Line, we appreciate you, and we are here for you on disappointing nights like tonight. Uh, just be sure to subscribe to the Purple Daily YouTube channel and uh, click the like button so we can spread the word about this uh, Purple Daily community. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a damn Super Bowl before we die. See you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.